The good news is that you don't need to sit down and read the Bible from cover to cover in one massive chunk. All you need to do is read it one bit at a time. G'day everyone, my name is Mark Schroeder and welcome to Schroeder's Bible Bits. I'm a college chaplain and my job is to teach children and youth the wonderful truths that are found in God's Word, the Bible. I speak at chapels, at youth services, at church services, I teach at kids clubs and lunchtime Bible groups. Uh, At all of these places, I always teach from the Bible because I'm convinced that from the Bible, we get to learn about God and how He has loved us and how He has saved us through Jesus. Tune in and continue to learn about Jesus for yourself, not in one chunk, but bit by bit. G'day everyone, welcome to another podcast. Uh, here's another chapel talk. Uh, this one is on Luke chapter 8 um, and the focus is all on about Jesus and his great might, um, both in the might of his teaching and also the might of the incredible things that he did. Um, we've got to do more than just look on and just get a little sample of Jesus. Uh, instead, we've got to listen to what he says, we've got to look on at what he does, but we've got to do what he says as well. Um, Here's the next one. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, G'day, everyone. Welcome to another chapel. Uh, Before we start this one, you need to go and make sure that you have read Luke chapter 8. Ask your house shooter right now if they've done it. If they give you the thumbs up, then let the video play on. If not, pause it, read it, then come back. All right? Uh, Here we go. Chapel. Game on. Uh, So my dad, he was, when I was a kid, he used to be a bus and coach driver. Not just a city bus driver, but my dad used to drive fancy coaches. The really big, fancy tourist uh, coaches that you might see driving around uh, Australia or around the touristy sort of destinations, um, wherever the bus could get to. My dad would drive people everywhere. He would take um, visitors from overseas in the coach and drive them um, up the coast, even up as far as Queensland. Um, sometimes he would take uh, students on school excursions on different places to rainforests, to the beach. Uh, he drove some down uh, once down to Adelaide and, and visited a whole area down there. I remember one time a group of uh, kids from New Caledonia came to Australia once and, uh, and I got to go along with them. They went to Australia's Wonderland. Google it. It was this great place in its Sydney, sort of like Dreamworld, but in Sydney. Um, and, and we got to go on excursion uh, with these kids from New Caledonia on my dad's fancy coach when he used to drive for a company called Picton Coaches. My dad, he loved his coach. Uh, and he loved other coaches as well. And so much so that he used to go to this thing called a bus show, like a bus and coach show. Like this is like the Royal Easter Show, but for buses and coaches. And owners of these buses and coaches would come and they would park their buses in these bus bays and you could walk through and you could look at them all. And there was also actually a competition for the best presented bus or coach. I remember one time actually the bus that my dad was driving was entered into that competition and the hope was it was gonna win. Anyway, it didn't, but that's another story. But I remember Dad would invite me to come along. I remember the first time he invited me, he said, come on, come on, Mark, let's go. And I was like, bus and coach show, that's a bit lame. I'm not going to go to that. But anyway, I went along and I actually found that it was really fun. And the reason that it was really fun was because of the free samples. 
Uh, I don't know if, you, if you've ever been to something like that before where there's all these stalls that are around the place that are trying to get business, but while they're trying to get business, they're giving out heaps and heaps of free stuff. And so as a kid, I would go there. I went there for the first time and it was like, oh my goodness, there's free stuff everywhere. There were free pens, drink bottles, hats, there were show bags, there was lollies and food and balloons and key rings. There were free shirts and, and all kinds of awesome free stuff. And, and the thing is, I wasn't the only kid that knew about this. There were kids everywhere that knew that the bus show, you could get a whole heap of free stuff. And there was even some good stuff like Mercedes-Benz, right? They, they make engines for coaches and buses. And so you could go there and you could get Mercedes-Benz key rings and Mercedes-Benz shirts. And you could get these posters that were signed by Mercedes-Benz race car drivers and stuff as well. And so it was a lot of fun actually as a kid to run around and to collect as much free stuff as I could. To get free samples wherever I could from this bus show. Well, Jesus, he began his ministry in Luke's gospel, and, and you, hopefully you've read some of that in Luke's gospel already. And as he began his ministry, he had a core group of people that followed him around, his disciples and also some other people as well. But as well as his close-knit friends that followed him around, there were a heap of people that followed Jesus everywhere, and they followed him around to watch and to listen and to see the things that Jesus was doing and the things that Jesus was saying. But the thing is, as they did that, they were sort of only there for the free samples. They were only there to sort of get a little bit of an idea of what was going on, not necessarily to accept the things that Jesus was saying or to listen and to watch the things that Jesus was doing so that it might carry some sort of effect on their lives. Jesus knew this. And so in Luke chapter 8, while Jesus is there with this massive crowd, a huge pile of people, Jesus does a whole heap of teaching. And hopefully you've read this from Luke chapter 8 where Jesus teaches a parable about a farmer who goes out and he scatters some seed. And there's no doubt that you've probably heard this part of the Bible explained to before. I for one, I've taught on this here at our college before at chapel. And so I'm not going to go into it too much today. But Jesus teaches about a farmer who goes and scatters the seed, which is just like when the word of God about the kingdom of God is scattered out and thrown out to all kinds of people, to a great multitude or to a great crowd. As the message goes out, people hear it and respond to it differently, right? Well, Jesus says to them, there's, there's a way that you've got to listen. You've got to make sure that you pay attention to the word that's being thrown out because the gospel, the good news message, ought to have a response in your life. Or it ought to have a, like even a response to your heart and to your soul. And so Jesus points out that there's four different kinds of people that listen to the word of God. There's people that, as they hear the word of God, they have a hard heart. Or there's people that listen to the word of God and they have a shallow heart. Or people that listen and their heart is already infested with all kinds of ideas. But then there's people that listen and they've got a good heart. And that's like the seed that lands in the good soil. And so the good news about Jesus, it takes root there and it grows and it produces a great multitude of people. Heaps of life everywhere of people who believe the good news message about Jesus, the Saviour and the King. I wonder if you notice as well that in that chapter, Jesus also does some teaching about a light, a light that might shine in a house. And he said, it's no good getting a light and lighting it and then putting a bowl over the top of it and hiding the light. Jesus says that that light instead has got to be put in a place where it's going to give light to everyone else so people can benefit from it. 
You see, Jesus wants the crowd that's there to pay attention to the things that he's saying, not just to be there for the free samples, right? Jesus wants them to pay attention to the word that he's got to say about this new kingdom that he, the king, is bringing for them. And so Jesus says, be like the seed that lands in the good soil and grow. Be like the lamp that is put on top of a shelf that gives light to everyone so that others can benefit too and that others can come to hear the message of the good news as well. You see, Jesus teaches some very clear things, but it's the responsibility of the hearer to listen well and to do something with what they hear, to listen and to do, to listen and to be active. And that's the same challenge for us, for you and for me too. We've got to listen to Jesus' words and we've got to do something with them. But as we listen to Jesus and as we do what he says as well, I hope that you look. So I hope that you listen, you do, and you look. You look at Jesus and you see the credentials that he carries. You see, Jesus in his life and in his earthly ministry, he did a stack of amazing things. And there's no doubt that you've seen some of those things in the Bible already. If you've read chapter 8, you'll have seen that Jesus has done a stack of things. Um, And in chapter 8, Jesus shows his great and mighty power. I wonder if you saw the amazing things that Jesus did. I'm not going to go into in great detail about these things. You might be able to actually look at these things with more detail with your house tutor over this next couple of, if, if this next week, these next few days. You see, the first thing that we see is that Jesus, he's out in the boat with his disciples and a great storm comes up and Jesus shows that he is both the, the creator and the controller, the creator and the controller of all of creation and so he can stand up in the boat even on a great storm and simply just command the wind and the waves to be quiet and to be still and they do so they obey his word Jesus is mighty and powerful enough over all of creation as the story goes on in that chapter in chapter 8 we also see that Jesus comes face to face with a man who is tormented by an evil spirit the bible says As weird and as foreign as this is to us, this is something that we discover in the Bible. That there were people that were tormented by evil spirits back here and then. And nevertheless, Jesus comes along and he demonstrates his great might and his great power and his authority even in the spiritual world. And Jesus with a word can command a great powerful spiritual being that is tormenting this man to come out of him and to go away and they obey Jesus and his word. As the story goes on, you also see about a lady who has been sick, been terribly ill for many, many years. She's been so sick that she has spent all of her money on trying to get doctors to help her and to make her better, but she's still not healed. However, Jesus comes along and Jesus simply with a touch and a word heals this lady of her sickness. Jesus has power over sickness and uncleanliness as well. Jesus continues on down the road and he even meets a girl, a dad rather, who complains that his daughter is dying and in fact finds out that his daughter is dead. Jesus is not deterred by this. He is not powerless in this, but Jesus can come along and he can flex great power and might. And Jesus raises this little girl up from the dead. I hope you can look. 
I hope you're looking here at what Jesus can do. Look at his great power. Look at his great might. I hope that you hear what Jesus says. I hope that you do something according to what Jesus says. I hope you can see Jesus's might. Don't just sample Jesus here, though. Listen to Jesus. Do what Jesus says. Witness. See the great things of great power that Jesus has in this world and know that Jesus has come for us to listen, to look and to do something about what we listen and what we look at. I wonder if as you've read uh, Luke chapter 8, you've noticed um, how we have seen Jesus meet people in moments of great need. I wonder as well if, as you have heard Jesus preach, that you have seen how he has explained how listening and living out his word will bring a multitude of life for you. Life today, but life forever in heaven with him in his eternal kingdom. Hopefully, as you have read this part of Luke's gospel, um, you've recognized just how concerned Jesus is with this world. He doesn't just let sickness you know, happen willy-nilly here in this story. He doesn't just leave that little girl to die. He doesn't just leave the storm rage on and leave the disciples terrified and in fear. But Jesus steps into this world and Jesus goes to make a difference in this world. I hope you've noticed as you've read this part of the Bible that Jesus is too significant to just have as a one-off sample. And so will you listen to Jesus? Will you do what Jesus says? Will you look at what Jesus has done and will you let it make a difference to your life today? Because Jesus has come to make a difference in your life today, this very day. Jesus cares about the terrible things that might be happening around you. Jesus cares about the frustrations that you might be feeling because of COVID, because of sickness, because of worry and anxiety in your own life. But remember that Jesus has come to give you life forever in heaven, where you will never have a stress in the world, where there will never be sickness. There will never be storms which bring fear. There will never be death. Will you listen to Jesus? Will you watch Jesus and see his great power in action? Will you do something about what Jesus has said to you? Will you hear his word and will you let it take root in your life? Jesus taught that a new kingdom is now here and it has now come with him. Jesus showed that his power and his greatness has come to get all people into his eternal kingdom. But remember that we see his power most clearly portrayed to us when we read about his death and, and his resurrection, when we realise that Jesus died to save us from our sin. That is the power that we need to pay attention to because it's by that power that we are saved from our sin. By that power, we can enter God's eternal kingdom. Will you follow Jesus? Will you listen to Jesus? Will you do what Jesus says? Will you trust in Jesus' great power?
Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get in contact with me via Twitter at MRKSchroeder or on the Anchor app, you can actually leave a voice message. I'd love you to do that and I might include it in the next podcast. Catch you later.